Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trailer Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. Hello. <laughs> that sounded a little bit dragged, that one. Ryan and Dan. Come on down. You've <laughs> uh, thrown me off. I'm not, not used to recording on an evening. This is the other thing. Exactly, yeah. Friday evening is... is I mean, the last few have been a little bit... Um, a little bit unusual, they are. Yeah, now that the like my social life has returned, it's been the last couple of weeks have been crazy. <laughs> That's the thing. As soon as like people can sort of get together in groups now, everyone starts making immediate plans. Yeah, and uh, it, it'll settle down afterwards because then people get sick of seeing people again. I know exactly. Yeah, I mean, we we went out for dinner last night. We did. Yeah. So, romantic meal. Yeah. For four. Four, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was nice. It was nice. Good good food. Good food. Hopefully we can do it in a theme park soon. Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Obviously we can, technically. We just haven't. The only like the only restaurant I really want to eat in in the theme park in the UK is the roller coaster restaurant. Which well, I've talked about. Towers. I've talked about before. It was good. Yeah. Um so that that I I couldn't, you know, it's not the it's not the best food in the world, but I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I think they they um, have good atmosphere, by the looks of it, don't they? So then, yeah, you know, the food doesn't have to be. If the food's not bad, then it's you know. I, don't have, I didn't have anything bad to the food. Yeah, uh, where, whereas in most places I've tried in UK parks, I've not had anything good to say. <laughs> so there we go. So yeah, this week. We are we're starting another tour, and we spent the best part of about half an hour trying to work out how to to work this one. But so this week we're starting Disney's Animal Kingdom, and we are making our way through the Oasis and part of Discovery Island. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Yes, this one was a challenging. Well, actually, before before <laughs> before we start, bit of news. I'm hoping to get um, a trip to Alton Towers th- this month. Nice, nice. Um, which, as we're recording, is in June of 2021. <laughs> Accommodation for those people that go back like a year. Yeah. Which has, yeah. does happen. It does happen. Um, so it hasn't been booked just yet. Mm-hmm. But it's looking likely that we're going to be 
driving up very early on a Tuesday morning. Oh, okay. Getting there for park opening, um, staying Tuesday night. Was it Tuesday? I mean, Wednesday. I think I mean Wednesday. I never get the dates right. I mean, we're only just thinking about booking it. <laughs> hang on, hang on. So you're going to drive up there and to get there for opening? Yeah, I, I mean, sorry, I mean Wednesday. Right, okay. So drive up there early Wednesday morning. Yeah. I mean, that's surely that's going to be very early if you want to get there for opening, right? Like six o'clock. I mean, like, what time do they open? Ten. Okay. My dad, my dad reckons he can get there in in three and a half. <laughs> I will beat that time. I'll do it in three. He, I mean, he 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 drove it only a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and I I will say he will he will stick to the legal limit at all times. Yeah, yeah. Wink, just, wink. Just for the record. Yeah. Um. No, he reckons it it, it will get up there by opening. Oh, okay, okay. I'm I mean, not- I, I would have said it would take longer. To be fair. Yeah, I mean, I'm also not convinced, but yeah. there we go. Um, <laughs> so then we're spending the day at the park. Then we are planning on booking just like um, a B&B. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the, the on-site hotels are just insane. Like price-wise. Price wise, for two rooms, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, my mum actually would go with my parents um, found a nice B&B that's like, I think she said it was like 150 quid... I've got the details here, actually. £155 for two rooms and includes breakfast. Nice. So it's not too bad. Uh, and then because she works for the NHS, she... she just I'm scrolling through my... Uh, as you can see, I'm very <laughs> underprepared to share these details. Um, we can get a two-day pass, Fulton Towers, for £40 each. Oh, OK. Well, it says so you get, like, an NHS discount at the park, do you? Yeah. That sort of thing. Right. So, yeah, 40 quid um, per adult for two days at the park, which I don't think is too bad at all. No, it's not too bad. I mean, they'll probably give you an annual pass for like 30 quid. Probably, yeah, it's probably about 50, 60 quid for an annual pass. Yeah. (laughs) And for that, you get into Thor Park, Chesington, you know. Yeah, probably get a massage (laughs) somewhere like pre Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, unlimited beverages while you're there. Yeah. No. So yeah, it's not uh, booked, it's not booked yet, but yeah. I'm just waiting on like holiday approval and stuff. But because um, Donna doesn't work Wednesday, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Oh, uh, okay, that makes it easier, doesn't it? So that yeah, that's why we're kind of going up, coming mm-hmm. back. But um, yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, I went roughly actually this time this time two years ago. I was just out there or just thinking about coming back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we we went literally the day after we got married, very early at like three in the morning. Oh yes, you did, didn't you? Yeah, three four in the morning, something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, I'm looking forward to going back. Um. It'll be a good little test run to see how Piper gets on at theme parks. Yeah, yeah, and it'll be a nice little breakaway. And um, I don't know how busy they are up there at the moment. Well, the roller coaster restaurant, there's no tables three in the evenings. Oh really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I mean. But, but then presumably they're at lower capacity than they would, than that's they would what, normally Yeah, because when, when my memory of the restaurant there is you sometimes sit with other people. Mm. And obviously you can't really do that in a minute. So yeah. I think they're definitely at lower capacity there. Um, but they have walk-ins at lunch. So we might, um, we found, a, I found a really good um, like pub close by Talking Towers. 
mm-hmm. we might book dinner there on the Wednesday and then try lunch at the Rollercoaster restaurant on the Thursday. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. See yeah. if we can get in for a walk-in. Makes sense. So, yeah, no, uh, hopefully it happens. As I said, not been booked yet, but I'll, I'll share a bit more detail closer to the time um, if it has been booked and kind of let everyone know how we get on with a one-year-old in Orton Towers. <laughs> yeah, as you say, it's going to be a bit of a dry run. Obviously, yeah. you'll have your parents there as well to help out a little bit. That that is the that is a bonus, yeah. Which we yeah. like having in Disney. Right, that in Disney. I mean, I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll go with you to Disney, Ryan. We if, tried to if... convince them. <laughs> like, genuinely, we said, "Do you want to Do you want to come and like Disney yeah. book a villa and meet us in the parks?" They have they have they are considering it. Right. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't like immediately say yes. I mean, it's Disney, Ryan. Well, they've had other holidays booked. Ah. Um, uh, Right, okay. They had one actually booked at the end of this month, but none of the Canary Islands got added to the green list, so yeah, that's out the window. As I, sus- I suspect ours will be as well in August, but you just got to wait and see. Yeah, yeah, it's just a waiting game at the moment, isn't it? So yeah, I think Alton Towers will be nice little, nice little visit, and I think, to be honest, I think you and I should definitely consider it. Um, I think yeah. we were talking, um, I can't even remember if it was on the podcast or if it was last night, but... Um, I think it was last night, wasn't it? We were thinking maybe going post-school holidays, like September time. Yeah, because we're knocking on the door of the school holidays, not too far, you know, like end of like July, July, isn't it? Sort of yeah. Thing. Is so it we, end of July? I forget. There's I think it's mid, like mid to end of July until the end of August normally. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so by the time you've gone, then it, then you, it's not far away from the school holidays, is it? And that would be a good time to avoid, really. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Which is another reason why we're not going to Towers at the weekend, and why we're travelling on Wednesday, uh, going up on a Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, that, that that does make a lot of sense. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'll keep everyone updated on that. But back to Disney's Animal Kingdom, and everyone was really. Um, really kind with the comments and things on our Magic Kingdom tour. I wanted to spend a bit more time on this one. A, because not as many people know Animal Kingdom as they do Magic Kingdom. But Mm -hmm. B, is because we definitely missed out a few shops and things at Magic Kingdom. Right, Um, okay. And I do want to make sure we try and hit every location at Animal if we can. Um, We should say that we're we're going back to 2019 map because, again, COVID is still impacting certain things in the park. And we wanted to make sure that we included everything that was open pre-pandemic. So those of you that have been recently, when we mentioned things like um, some of the shows, well, Festival of the Lion King is kind of open now, but, there, but there'll be maybe some restaurants that are closed and some like quick services that are closed that we are pretending that that is open because we're, we're living in the land of a no pandemic. Yeah, we're living in fantasy land. We're living in fantasy land. Well, we're living at yeah. the Oasis today. Yeah, yeah. So walking into the park, what I find quite interesting here, straight off, straight off the bat, mm-hmm. is they haven't actually got on the map one of the shops as you walk in. So before is, you is before that, you that... get to before you get to the entrance, yeah, like a little you can see it on the map. It's like a little circle. Oh yeah, yeah. That's actually a little shop. Yeah, I couldn't remember whether that was like inside the park or outside the park, but it's clearly outside the park. <laughs> yeah, it's outside because it's just 
it's just before you go uh, to the trams and the buses. Mm. Yeah, it's almost just like it's it, um, you know in Hollywood studios you go into Hollywood studios and there's a, again it's like a circular shop like right in the middle of the entrance bit isn't there yeah. where you can get maps and pin and they, they, they sell some pins and uh, I don't know what other bits they sell just sort of lanyards and stuff don't they just sort of yeah. like really random kind of generic things um, this is a little bit of the same isn't it it is, yeah. It's a, it's an alright little shop actually. I, I think Donna's actually purchased a couple of um, t-shirts and things from here. Right. They they do sell a bit of like a mismatch of stuff, and it's mm. you do get like hats and sun cream and stuff like that in the, and like sunglasses and stuff. Yeah, um, it's kind but, of a, just a, like a bit of an essential shop. It definitely, but it also sells some like Animal Kingdom merch. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So. I, I wanted to shout that out purely because Disney haven't included it in the map, which I think is absolutely disgraceful. It's weird that they haven't, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe it's because it's before, you know, it's on the map, it's before the entrance, it's not part of Animal Kingdom. Maybe that's what it is, yeah. Maybe. It's, it's like uh, international waters, you can do whatever you yeah. want. <laughs> can you imagine, like, somebody's set, just set that up? Yeah. And, and you know, Disney, like, there's nothing Disney can do about it. It's it's like they, they found the loophole. It's like in Disneyland Paris, where as soon as you leave the parks, you get those people selling you crappy Eiffel Tower models and light up oh, things. Oh, yeah, yeah. How, how, is, how is this allowed? <laughs> it's a legal loophole, Ryan. That's what it is. It is. It's like actually like part. Of, it's like the station, isn't it? As soon as you walk through that, that gate into the station area, mm. there's like rogue traders everywhere. <laughs> and you think, surely, surely. I know Disney probably don't actually own the station. Yeah. Surely the local police should shouldn't be allowing it. You think they they you think they crack down on it, wouldn't you? But, but there we go. Um, so our first stop, and I think this is actually the only park where this is where we have a restaurant as our first stop. Um, pretty confident. I'm pretty confident in saying that. Maybe. I think. Um, <laughs> there is a little coffee stand at Hollywood. I was trying to think whether there was a restaurant near the entrance of Hollywood. There is a there is a coffee stand, but I don't. It's right. a restaurant. I mean, there's other things as well at the entrance of Hollywood that we can, like, deliberately go to to avoid going to a restaurant. That's the first thing. Yeah, this, this is it. I won't be proved wrong on this. <laughs> but what? So what's interesting here is that they've got the the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. And the last trip that I was on was. Just, was, was obviously my honeymoon was the first time that I'd been to this rainforest cafe. I've really? been to the one, I've been to the one in Disney Springs time and time and time again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But for me, there are much better places to eat, and I know we've talked about this on um, the show before. Yeah, there's much better places to eat in Animal Kingdom than Rainforest. However, <clears throat> it was our last day, and we thought, okay, let's just go somewhere you know easy for like a hot half eleven lunch. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we we booked Rainforest, and it was terrible. They're terrible. It wasn't um, great at all. It was not good. I feel like sometimes you get a, you can get a very mixed sort of meal in rainforest. One I of the like, things I've always enjoyed. Yeah, I, I, well, yeah. I mean, generally, generally the one in Disney Springs I've had a good experience in. And I think, I think, I mean, I don't remember the last time that we ate in this one at Animal. Um, I think generally we have a good experience at both rainforests but every now and then you get sort of a dud yeah i mean yeah i think we just i think we just got unlucky to be honest which is which is a shame 
what what particular thing was it the food or was it the service or service was fine it was the food right okay and mine was all right but don's was like i tried some of don's it was terrible right right it was like i don't know i think it was like i want to say it was like some kind of garlic chicken pasta it uh yeah it might have been the the rasta pasta okay yeah it wasn't great for like 22 dollars Mm. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think mm. we were on the dining plan, but still, like it wasn't it's great. It's the principle. Mm. I, I feel, I always feel like this, this rainforest is, it, it's such a bizarre location for it. It is, isn't it? It's like, why would you like if you're going, if you're turning up in like mid morning for yeah. your park, why would you go there? Mm-hmm. And yeah. like as you're leaving for the day, you've probably already eaten. Yeah, like chances are you may have eaten in the park, and I, I mean, I guess like yeah, you could you could leave you could you could leave and have dinner on your way out, that sort of thing. Mm. But at the same time, it's like well, you, you if you wanted to eat rainforest, you could go to Disney Springs and eat a rainforest. If you're going to leave if you're going to leave the park for the day, you were done at the park, then you could go to Disney Springs and eat a rainforest. Well, the other thing about that is, I mean, I guess kids removed. Disney Spring has far more options. Like, if you do want to go to Rainforest, mm. you can go and have some, like a drink afterwards at a bar, or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Whereas at Animal Kingdom, it's on your way out or on your way in. Mm. And the thing is, if, you, if you're on your way out, then it could be really busy. Yeah. Because other people could be easier on their way out. Um, and so you may or may not get a table. Yeah. No, yeah, um, exactly. I mean, I will say this of Rainforest. Nine times out of ten, I've been there and the food's been great. Like, I have really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And they have a huge, huge collection of dishes, which I think, yeah. And everything like, I have tried a lot here, and, and everything I've had is it tends to be pretty decent. So you've got everything from um, appetizers that in, include chicken uh, quesadillas, cheese sticks, um, flatbreads, nachos, and then you've got uh, soups and salads. You've got seafood dishes. I usually go for one of the well, one of the things that I usually go for is the taste of the islands, which is the coconut the shrimp, islands. right? Dynamite scallops and shrimp, and then you've got the uh, the fish and pineapple salsa as well. Um, but they've also got shrimp tacos, fish tacos, and then you've got burgers and sandwiches as well. They've got loads of different burgers. I just seen that they do fish and chips. <laughs> It's served English style with safari fries. <laughs> it's like, what? What is the English style bit about that? I'm curious. Because it's chips, so it's, they have to put English styles that people don't think it comes with fries. But, I mean, but, um, crisps. I suppose, but then it says it says it comes with safari fries, so it's like, yeah. I mean, oh, I, see, I see what you're saying. Like, like because it's got chips in the name, right? Yeah, they've had to explain that in the, in the description. Yeah. So no, <laughs> but they've got like rain, like um, barbecue bacon cheeseburger, pulled pork burger, turkey wrap, um, Iggy's piggy sandwich, which is uh, slow cooked Cuban style pork, sliced hams, uh, Swiss cheese, pickles, and mustard, and um, blue mountain. Beyond Burger there now. Yep, yeah, Beyond Burger, which is great to see. Um, loads of stuff, and then they then you go on to more dishes. Which is they've got like stir fried chicken, steak, um, the rib steak and shrimp trio, which I've had before. Um, you've got like a whole rack of like half rack of ribs, but um, as an option as well. Then you've got steak and shrimp, and then you go on to pastas. 
which it's just insane. There's just so much. Yeah. You could spend a whole episode talking through the Rainforest Cafe menu. Was this where we went to and we were like harassed about A1 sauce? Mm. I feel like it we was... were in Dizzy Springs. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't this one, but it was, it was Rainforest in general, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So if you're gonna you get if you're gonna have a steak, be prepared to uh, get harassed about A1 sauce. Yeah. If your steak is that good, I do not need A1 sauce. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the best, right? Yeah, it's, it's the best. The most basic steak sauce you can find on the planet. <laughs> Unless, of course, you prefer ketchup. I mean, ketchup's pretty good, right? It's it. not, on, not on steak. It's not, <laughs> not on steak. <laughs> Their um their dessert menu is is very lacking. Like three things. You only need one, Dan. Oh, that's the key lime pie, isn't it? That's key lime pie is on the, yeah. As long as the key lime pie is there, I don't care what else is on there. <laughs> but no, I, I do agree with you. It's, compared to everything else, there's like, yeah. there's like 40 different options for your mains, but only three desserts. Yeah, I don't know whether that's like... Is that an American thing where they don't go wild for desserts? I don't know. Because like other restaurants... They don't tend to have a huge dessert menu, mm. um, apart from Cheesecake Factory, because ninety percent of it is cheesecake. Um, yeah. But yeah, like in general, I'm, I'm thinking like I'm thinking similar restaurants to Rainforest, where you've got quite a big menu. You've got like Hard Rock, Planet Hollywood. They don't have huge dessert no. menus. No, they don't tend to actually. To be fair. Whether it's whether it's just because um, the appetizer is quite it's quite large, isn't it? Relatively. But I mean, I would always go for the king arm anyway, so I don't care. Yeah, and you're, you're, you're sorted. Steak. I mean, I'm happy with either. You know, I'm, hap- I'm happy with the the volcano with the cheesecake. You know, although the volcano is like multiple people, isn't it? Well, you know, if you're willing to I'm pay nineteen dollars, who cares? I mean, to be fair, it doesn't say to share. <laughs> the description no. doesn't say to share at all. <laughs> It doesn't at all. I wonder how many people get caught out by that. What what I do like about this menu, and thinking forward from when um, Pipe is a bit older and is eating off the kids menu, mm-hmm. is that they have quite a varied kids menu. Uh, I'm trying to find so that. They, they oh, do yeah. have they do have the classic mac and cheese. They do have mini like hot dogs, but mm-hmm. they also have like grilled chicken, and they've got chicken quesadillas. Got a few shrimp things, haven't they? Dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets. I mean, I'll order that. That's classic. <laughs> um, popping shrimp, shrimpkins, which is popcorn shrimp, and Jurassic chicken tid- tidbits. The kids' menu is absolutely popping. <laughs> That's the popping shrimp run. Oh, right, yeah. Then they've got. I, um, I, the, you can have dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets, but you can swap them out for chicken fingers for a dollar. What's the difference? Oh, and the dinosaur-shaped chicken nugs. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm going for. And you also got char-grilled mini burgers served with a choice of side and drink. Fantastic. Our kids' menu is, is really good, actually. Mm. And then you got the drinks. And then you've got the sides as well. And, you've got sides. Um, and then drinks, I've always found Rainforest to be quite varied um, for not just non-alcoholic, but alcoholic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got smoothies, lots of different smoothie mm-hmm. options. Loads of different uh, beer options. Most of them are terrible. Um, Bud or Bud Light? No, get in the bin. Coors Light or Miller Light? Get in the bin. That's right. They got Stella. Yeah, they've got Stella. They've, and Heineken. 
it's, it's a European import, Ryan. They're not it's fancy. But, you know, I'll go for probably, I'll go for a, uh, a an IPA of some sorts. I was going to say, yeah, you've got a couple to choose from there, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, they've got loads of different wine options and lots of different speciality cocktails as well. Like, I'm not going to read them all out because it will take me forever. Um, I mean, is a sangria a cocktail? Like, I always find it weird to see it on. I mean, I suppose it is. I, I mean, I guess technically it kind of is because it's like lots of different stuff mixed together. I guess that's technically what a cocktail is. So, a cocktail, an actual cocktail bar, you yeah. don't ever see sangria on a menu. No. No, I mean it's it's not it's not I wouldn't say it was classed as a, as a cocktail, but I guess they can kind of get away with it. Yeah, I mean I suppose it I suppose, yeah. But it, it could it also I mean I put in wines personally, given that most of it is like wine. Uh yeah. Yeah, that's true. But there we go. There we go. Uh they don't have my favourite cocktail in here, which is of course is a chocolate martini. <laughs> It's not worth going in, really. That's a disappointment. I'll tell you, I'll tell you who does have a chocolate martini on the menu. The Celia. <laughs> the perfect restaurant just gets better and better, doesn't it? It does. If only they had key lime pie. I was going to say, yeah, I, wasn't, I couldn't remember they did, did they? It's not very Canadian, though, is it? True. True. Imagine, so, imagine they had maple pie. Yeah. Or ma- I, love, I love maple. Maple syrup pie. Just, just give me like a jar of maple syrup. That's fine. <laughs> um, so we're moving away from rainforest. We've just we've eaten some lunch straight away, straight off the bat at eleven yeah, thirty. Yeah. Yeah. We're coming in for a half a day, are we? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Classic yeah. Animal Kingdom, that isn't it? Yeah. Although our day <laughs> even, is with, gonna... even with Pandora, it feels like half a day. Our day is still going to consist of about fifteen meals, but. <laughs> We're hungry, um, hungry people, right? Hungry people. We are, we are. And straight, what I love about Animal Kingdom is basically straight off the straight off the bat, as soon as you enter the, the park, there's a chance to see a few animals. So you can look around the Oasis exhibits, mm-hmm. which is its own attraction on the map, and have a look at, so there's the Spoonbill, the Giant Anteater, and the Barbarossa. Babarusa. Babarusa, which is which, which looked like a warthog. Look, like, yeah, I think it is, isn't it? Basically, I mean, based on the tiny little picture icon picture, it looks like it would be a warthog. Um, I'm gonna just try and look it up. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a warthog. Yeah. Well, I like the little pathways yeah. there. Um, there is like a little tunnel area around there, which is nice and cool if it's boiling. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't spend a lot of time here, like, because I'm either going into the park or coming out of the park. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I don't feel like these animals probably get a huge amount of attention compared to the ones in the rest of the park. I mean, in all fairness, it's, it's a warthog, a bird and an anteater, isn't it? <laughs> an anteater, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it feels like they haven't put their top billing ones right at the front, have they? No, apart from the spoonbill. Do they just sort of roam around, or is it an actual exhibit? Um, there's like little areas where they're just, they're just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if people can hear me um, finishing my milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but professional, Ryan. I've, I've grabbed a milkshake to go from Rainforest. 
<laughs> oh, you're looking at, oh, it's just water, isn't it? <laughs> just loving my milkshake. <laughs> Don't do that, people. No. Because the water no. will eat it. Yeah, and they'll probably uh, go for your shins as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah, so let's move away from the um, dull animals and um, and hit an equally dull shop in the uh, Garden Gate Gifts. Yeah, it's almost like the entrance doesn't have much going for it. Well, I think it's a really nicely designed entrance. It's the en- the actual entrance, yes. Like the bit immediately after the entrance is a bit like yeah. Yeah, it's mostly you mostly just see families sprinting to Pandora. Pretty much, yeah. Just like dad's like running with the push chair. That's gonna be you, Ryan. <laughs> it will be me, yeah. <laughs> You're just trying to get there for uh get there as soon as it opens. So I, I've been thinking of, of um, equipping it with like a plow. Yeah, not a bad idea. Spikes on the wheels. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, it's not like taking out other prams on the way there. Well, that's the, yeah, because that's the thing. You've got you to gotta be that competition because not only, you know, can you get people out of the way with a snowplow, but then you can sort of like damage your competition as you run along. Exactly. Take out people you with know, kneecaps as I'm going. Yeah, thin the herd as you're going. I get I get a quick piper with like a pea shooter, like dart gun maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like knock them unconscious. Yeah, pick off the ones that are coming up ahead. This is it. And then, and then the bottom and the unconscious bodies will just roll off the the uh, snowplow at the front. This this is exactly. It. And then when the when the cast members come up to me like, what what I'm like, oh, how she got the dart gun? Where's that come from? <laughs> just ignoring everything else. Just be like, piper, you should not be playing with a dart gun. Where, where have you got this from? <laughs> it could work. It could yeah. work. Just, just say like, uh, responses, Joe Rody. Yeah. Every time, <laughs> Joe. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. work here anymore. Just... Yeah, but he left these about everywhere. It's sort of hidden. If you, you just got to know where to look. Yeah. So I mean, basically, this is a camera center that, that by, at, at, like, as it. When last time I was there, it basically existed to to sell like magic band um, accessories and magic bands and like photo frames and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that because they have they used to have one like that in uh, Hollywood, didn't they? Where they where it was like a camera place. Yeah. And then it's basically just changed into a magic band place because now everyone has a camera on their smartphone. Yeah, I mean, do you remember the days when these used to sell like um, portable, like the disposable? Yeah, Kodak like the cameras? Kodak. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're showing our age there. <laughs> Whereas now, no need for that. Well, the, the, the thing that's quite scary is when I, when when Piper is old enough to actually engage in a conversation, uh, yeah. uh, she won't know what Kodak is. No, that no. generation just will not have, have ever heard of Kodak. And does it still exist? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they would do if they if they if they do still exist. Um, but yeah, but it says it is an American company, so it does still exist. Fair enough. Probably not selling too many cameras these days. No, I wouldn't think so. No, no. I wouldn't think so. Oh, you've got um, companies like um, Canon and Nikon and stuff that sell, that sell like incredible cameras for like the professionals. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, I don't feel like Kodak's in that same league. They were all about the disposables. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, completely. They had a fantastic like couple of decades. Mm. I mean, like basically cornered the market, didn't they? I mean, the marketing campaign was it like um, 
Kodak, you uh, captured like your Kodak moment or something. That was genius. Yeah. And then you had those posts. I remember having those, seeing those posts up all around the park where it's like a, um, like a camera stop with a Kodak logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder how much they paid for that. Well, that, that's the reason why they're no longer, they're no longer around, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I think we can probably safely skip past this shop now. And um, yeah, yeah, move into the park. With or, that, we're actually out of Oasis. Yeah, it's quite a small area, isn't it? Yeah, so the, the Oasis is done. And our first stop in Discovery Island, as we cross in across the Discovery River Bridge, or the, the bridge that goes over Discovery River, into Discovery Island, we're stopping at Wilderness Explorers because, I mean, I've seen Dan dress as a Wilderness Explorer. <laughs> so, you have, you have. I've got, I've got no doubt that you want to stop here and... and uh, well, of course, start. we've got to get our little books to sort of, you know, get our challenges. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no point in leaving that till later, Ryan, because we've got to get got to do it as we go around. I have to say, I am really looking forward to uh, getting that one and doing that with Piper. Yeah, yeah. You just um, you you finally got the excuse. This was this is why you had a child, wasn't it, Ryan? Yeah, exactly. So you can finally do the wilderness explorer without looking weird. If we, if we go this year, she'll be in a pram, like just not caring. And be like, oh, let's go and get this, and they'll be like, like, oh, this is for my daughter. They're like, yeah, okay, okay, sure it is, sure yeah. it is. Yeah, she's very advanced for her age. Yeah, <laughs> well, she she knows when she lifts her arms up, she she says up. So if I get if I do that. Just as yeah. we're there, and she'll go up. And I'm like, see, she's seen it. <laughs> yeah, she knows. She, she knows all about it. Yeah. Big Russell fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, definitely, I am genuinely looking forward to doing this because, see, like families and stuff, having fun with it. But yeah. I, I think without kids, you're just wasting your time because there's better things to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, if you're doing this and, and actually going through it, it probably will take you quite a bit of the day. Yeah, I think that's that's the thing is we've, we've said kind of like it's a half day park, but it does kind of depend how much you want to get out of it. Like if you do go around and you see all of the animals and you take time to sort of go through them and watch them a bit and and you do like the wilderness explorer stuff and everything like that, um, you know, you could you could easily spend a full day in this park. Yeah, you definitely could. You definitely yeah. could. Um, so we've got our books and our pens. We've made the... Um, mm-hmm. The sign, whatever that you know, the sign that they do is yeah, yeah, Kakara sort of thing. You know, oh, I didn't put a lot of effort. I didn't put a lot of effort into that, did I? The secret, yeah. the secret handshake they've got. Yeah, it's like a, it's like that or something, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah I mean, I've nailed it. That's great for anyone listening. Yeah, um, yeah. Just, just picture it in your mind, like done perfectly, and that's how I did it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> so we've got our books, and I think. 16, 17, 18, I think we could probably cover off together in one. And they are yeah. um, the Island Merchantile, I'm assuming that's how you say it, the Riverside Depot and the Discovery Trading um, Company. They're all much for much, to be honest. They're great shops. I do enjoy going through them. Yeah, yeah. It, they, they feel like very three very generic shops and that all do seem to do the same sort of thing, don't they? Like they do a combination of like clothes, pins, like random African themed, yeah, um, souvenirs, that sort of stuff. Um, you get read, your, your, your soft toys, won't you? That sort of stuff. I'll read the descriptions. So, Iron Merchantile says 
Disney character and Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park inspired souvenirs. Riverside Depot says Disney character uh, apparel, accessories, gifts and souvenirs. And Discovery Trading Company says one-stop shopping destinations for Disney character gifts and park souvenirs. So it feels like all you need to do is go into Discovery Trading Company. I mean, it's your one-stop shopping experience, isn't it, right? It's really, that is really weird to say that when that's actually the one that's closest into the park. Yeah. So you have to, so if you're going out, you hit that one first and then you go past another two. Yep. And it's like, well, I've already stopped at that one. And that was the one-stop shop. So I, I actually think that Island Merchantile is, is the better one of the three. I, I feel like that's the main one. Yeah, that's the, I'm sure that's the better one of the three. Right. I feel like the description for that should be your one-stop shopping destination. Yeah, especially as it feels like the one almost pretty much closest to the exit isn't it yeah um because which one was the discovery yeah discovery trading company um yeah it's just they they all feel and look just very sort of generic don't they and they sell a lot of like just standard disney merch yeah not even like not even sort of animal kingdom sort of themed obviously they do sell a fair amount of that you but, do get a lot of Lion King merch in, in these shops. Yeah. Um, but you at the same time, you get a lot of sort of just your standard stuff that you'll find in Disney Springs. Yep. Um, no, completely. So, yeah, I mean, I, I do go in these shops. Very rarely do I end up buying something in... I think Animal Kingdom is probably where I buy stuff the least. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd probably very, I'm very same, very similar. When I used to collect pins, I mean, I've got, I've got loads of pins. I haven't bought any in the last two trips, really. Yeah. Um, be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I know they're still pushing pins and still selling new pins, but it definitely feels like it's died down a little bit. But I bought some uh, pins for, I think it was the 15th anniversary of Animal Kingdom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or was it 20th? It wasn't one of the two. Um I remember buying them from one of these locations, but beyond that, never really bought anything. I, I don't, I don't dislike the merchandise here, but I think, I mean, if, if I'm buying Disney merch, I tend to get it in Mouse Gear or yeah. the World of Disney. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. It's kind of, um, I, I think with like the likes of Mouse Gear and the World of Disney, you get a bigger selection anyway. Yeah, and and because you're kind of in Disney Springs, it feels a bit more convenient anyway. Um, because you're going there to like either shop or eat. You, yeah, you're going there to shop, therefore you're prepared to take bags back with you. Yeah, I mean, and and I have sent things back to the resort in the past, but it's just a it's just a pain. You have to wait for like five ten minutes for them to do it, and I'm mm-hmm. bothered. Yeah, yeah. So that's the kind of three main areas for merch in Discovery Island. We're gonna take a we're gonna walk towards the top right of Discovery Island and loop back around. We're going to do a couple couple more stops on today's show and then we will finish the right-hand side of Discovery Island next week as we move into Dinoland. So we're going to be taking a, a bit of a... Not a normal route through Emerald Kingdom, <laughs> but one that allows us to logically hit every single location in the park. Yeah, in some kind of sensible route. Yeah, so, so we're going to hit Discovery, Dinoland, Asia, Africa the left-hand side of Discovery as you're walking into the park, it's the left-hand side, and then finishing yeah. in, in Pandora. 
Because because what would your normal? I, I'm assuming that your typical route these days is basically going in into Discovery Island and then looping round to Pandora. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Every single time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing really significant that that you need to queue for apart from Pandora. No, I mean the only. I think the only thing that might sway that is if I've got a fast pass for Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro. Yeah, yeah. Because I do like um, an early morning ride on Kilimanjaro. You get some really good uh, active animals at that time of day. Yeah, but then often is the way that you can get a Pandora ride in before your fast pass for Kilimanjaro. Yeah, and depends also, how early you want to hit Kilimanjaro. If, if you're there to rope drop, I, I mean, I would personally hit Flight of Passage, then Navi River Journey, then hit my fast pass for Flight of Passage, and then go and do Kilimanjaro. Yeah. I mean, Flight of Passage is so good. That oh, it's pretty I'd good. Ride, if I could, I'd ride it four or five times a day. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, de- it's definitely worth doing multiple times a day. We, we're talking about a different area, Ryan. Oh, God, what have I done? I know, I know. We're, we're making this mistake. <laughs> um, so we're, we're in Discovery Island. We're in Discovery Island, and we're moving on to our first proper attraction of, yeah. of the park, and it is It's Tough to Be a Bug. Mm. A great a great 3D attraction. Uh, and based obviously, attraction. On, based, obviously, on Pixar's best film. <laughs> Why did I not think that was coming? I don't know what I like. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's a great, it's a, it is a, re- a really great attraction. I think the, the setting is, is brilliant as well, like under the tree. It's the, I think it's the best designed theatre in Walt Disney World property. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would agree. It's, it's, it's like everything from the queue to like, it, like as in the queue to go from the main entrance to go down to the kind of underground bit um it's so where you're kind of like under the tree waiting for the next show uh, yeah and also during that queue you get to see close-ups of the carvings that you can't see anywhere else yeah mm-hmm. yeah which is, which is really cool and i think um as you said like the queue as well once you get into the underground theater they've also got like the bug renditions of those like, famous musicals yeah, you've got like Beauty and the Bees. Yeah. Um, there's there's a few other actually. I'm not going to get the list up. Yeah, but as you say, it's so well designed, isn't it? And um, and even the the theatre itself is is very well designed, isn't it? Um, once you actually get in through the doors, that will open out towards you. I don't know why do they open out towards you. I never understand that. No, I, I don't. It doesn't that. make any sense. Look, we're going to put this line. You have to stand behind this line. Otherwise, you're going to get knocked out by the door. What, what, just open the door inwards. Like, yeah. <laughs> makes no sense. You, you're, trying to find, you're trying to find all the, all the posters, they. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I've, I've got it. I've got it. I knew I'd find it. I tried to fill. I, just... I know. You did a good job. Um, so they've got um, all insect parodies of Broadway musicals such as Beauty and the Bees Web Side Story uh, Little Shop of Hoppers and My Fair Ladybug nice that's a good selection I like the uh, Little Shop of Hoppers yeah that's that's a good one isn't it (laughs) Uh, it's a great it's a great great um, attraction yeah yeah and I I don't know what scares people more these days the, the sort of Hopper as a character, or the fact that it's Kevin Spacey as the voice. 
I'm not sure which. Probably it's probably depending on the age range, isn't it? Yeah, I, I'm I'm very interested to see how Piper's going to react to this. <laughs> like, I mean, if we go this year, I will be taking her on it. Yeah, yeah, you'll be one of those parents that will have to walk out with the child because they can't stop crying. Um, but then, obviously, if she's so young, you know, she may not be afraid of anything. Yeah, so, that's true. That's I, true. Don't know, I don't know what age kids start getting afraid of stuff. Um, no, I, yeah, think so she, I think she'll be all right this year. If yeah. we go. Um, I mean, she probably won't really know what's going on, to be fair. So No, no, no. Yeah. Um, so, interesting about stuff to be a bug. Obviously, we both mm. said we, we enjoy it. Um, so um, Dave Foley, who plays Flick in the film, is Flick. Uh, Andrew Stanton actually uh, plays Hopper and not Kevin Spacey. Oh, okay. Oh, um, well, hang on. Do, hang on. Do you mean you're right in the attraction? In the attraction. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, I, I thought you would like say he played him in the film and I was like, I'm sure that's Kevin Spacey. When? No, so... <laughs> like, <laughs> Kevin Spacey didn't do the voice in the attraction. And right. Stanton okay. did. Obviously, Stanton, famous for, like those of you who don't know, famous for many of Pixar's best films, uh, mm-hmm. if not directing them, um, a bit, at least being involved in them. So in terms of being involved, he's, he was uh, he worked on Toy Story, A Bug's Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, Wally, Toy Story 3, Finding Dory, Toy Story 4, um, and directed uh, Finding Nemo, Wally, and Finding Dory. Is he quite quite high up in Pixar now? I yeah, I think he. I want to say. Did he, he didn't become like the head of it, did he? I, I'm, uh, I don't know what his job title is now. No, because I think he's he's been involved in like writing and directing, hasn't he, on various ones? Um, yeah. And as you as you said from that list, I mean, it's basically from the beginning, isn't he? Like if we're talking Toy Story one, so yeah, exactly. He has, yeah. Oh, he's doing. Uh, he's Is involved he was... in Lightyear and Luca, but not. I was going to say Luca. So I thought Luca was one of his. He's not directing. No, he's not producer, director, or writer on Luca. He's just involved. It says. Oh. Oh, oh okay. The creative team. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So anyway, yeah. Stanton plays. Um, well, that means I can enjoy the attraction a little bit more now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, who's that? Uh, you've got, oh, you've got um, the couple of the others that I wanted to mention. Uh, J- Jason Alexander, who is from Seinfeld, he okay. plays um, uh, Weevil, uh, Weevil Neevil, um, or Weevil Knievel, um, which is uh, the acorn, the guy that flies the acorns. Um, oh okay yeah tom tom kenny of spongebob squarepants fame <laughs> plays the two dung beetles right so there's a few quite a few names, names in that isn't there yeah yeah and uh tom kenny was, kevin space was too big to do the to do to uh do the attraction yeah um and at that point tom, tom kenny would have been doing spongebob because it opened in uh Maybe just about ninety-eight. I think SpongeBob is around the same time. Right. Yeah, it sounds familiar. There we go. There's probably way too much history for people on stuff to be a bug. <laughs> it's crazy. It's been open since like ninety-eight. It's nuts. Like, yeah. I mean, when was the film? Was that? Yeah. Couldn't it? Or was it? Oh, okay. So it's quite well timed with the film then. I I want to say 
It's tough to be a bug opened before the film was released. Right. God, you don't you won't get that these days, do you? No chance. No, no way. They wouldn't gamble on that, would they? Gamble on the fact whether the film's gonna be popular. We're gonna build an attraction before the ride is before the film's released. Oof. I know. No chance. I know it's ridiculous. Um I'm trying to find the release date in the US. A November in the US. And it opened in April in Animal Kingdom. Oh, wow. Okay. And we didn't get it until, I think, 99. Right. Uh, That's quite a big gap then, isn't it? Between the attraction opening and the, uh, and the film. Yeah. So this is, um, this was all, this is all Eisner. Um, Eisner wanted right. to put a show in there that was relevant to an upcoming feature. Mm-hmm. And obviously Bugs Life made sense for Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's done, it's, it's, Done well ever since, hasn't it? It has, yeah. It's, it's it has. a strong addition to the to the park. So yeah, that's a bug's life. Uh, sorry, it's tough to be a bug. And I think we'll do we're doing one more today, which is um, Eight Spoons Cafe, which is conveniently the number eight item on the uh, on the map. It is. It I don't is. think I don't think that was uh, by accident. I don't think. No, I think you. I think you could be right. Yeah, they've had to design the entire map around that one restaurant. Yeah, run quick service location. <laughs> and basically, it serves mac and cheese. Yeah, pretty much. Like three of the five items are mac and cheese. Yeah, so you've got standard mac and cheese, mac and cheese with shrimp and sweet chili sauce, uh, mac and cheese with pulled pork. You also have some assorted chips. So basically, packets of crisps. Yeah, Lay's. Yep. Yeah. And a Mickey pretzel with cheese. And yeah. then uh, they've got I mean not to not to diss a Mickey pretzel with cheese. I mean No, no, to be that's quality snack. I'm intrigued by the mac and cheese with shrimp and sweet cheese sauce because it sounds doesn't sound like it should work. Uh no. Like cheese and sweet chili and shrimp. I mean the pulled pork, yeah, sure. Like Yeah, yeah, that that sounds reasonable. Yeah, but the, yeah, I know what you mean about the shrimp. So, you know, um, I went off on one about tinned mac and cheese. Yeah. Several times in the last few weeks. Piper had tinned mac and cheese, I think it was last week. Right, yeah, yeah. The only thing she's ever had that she hated. Oh, really? <laughs> and I, didn't, I just didn't want it. She's got that from her dad. And then I was like, or oh, it I'm... just is just truly awful, is it? It, it? Yeah, and I was like, oh, surely it's not as bad as I remember. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> It was awful. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, like, I mean, tin stuff generally isn't as good. And I feel like mac and cheese is like something relatively simple that it doesn't need to be tinned. Well, you say that, but like spaghetti and sausages, they're good in a tin. Yeah. It's an exception. <laughs> exception to the rule. Like, and your potatoes. And then, yeah, and the breakfast potatoes. <laughs> they tend to come in a packet. Breakfast potatoes. Right. Well, I was just talking generic. Oh, you're talking about the um, the boiled potatoes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby potatoes, sorry. Yeah, yeah. they're good. Um, so, yeah, other than the mac and cheese and the pretzel, this place also does, like, bottled water, standard fountain beverages, and um, something that you're probably not going to ask for at the minute, which is uh, Corona Extra. Yeah, extra corona. Extra corona. It's, it's like, no, I'm, I'm good with the corona that I have, thank you. $9 for a bottle of corona. Is a, is a corona extra 
a bigger one. Or maybe I don't know. Maybe, that, maybe that's why it's nine dollars because that seems very expensive for what it is. Is that like one of the really massive bottles? I don't know if it is. You know, or is it? Do they? Is it just called? It's just called Corona Extra. Yeah, it? it's just called Corona Extra. Oh, okay. <laughs> to be fair, it doesn't. It might be draft for all we know. Right. It, it could be. I, I don't think it will be, but it could be. I mean, I've been literally. There's an article here that says three hours ago, Corona named the world's most valuable beer brand. That's because it's because they're charging nine dollars for a beer in in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. I do, re- money. I do remember a time last year where I got some very weird looks in the supermarket because I genuinely I wanted to buy some beer, mm-hmm. and we'd run out of toilet roll. And this is like <laughs> it was this this was this like peak toilet yeah. roll um hoarding time. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was there on the checkouts with a um case of corona and some toilet roll. That's all I was buying. <laughs> Can't say case of corona, Ryan. My god. <laughs> case of corona extra. Yeah, yeah. The, the what's the weird thing about this particular what this 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 quick service is that that's the only alcoholic drink that they sell. Yeah, it's very strange, isn't it? Is is a bottle of Corona or a draft Corona, whatever it is. Yeah. And you think, well, I mean, they don't serve Bud. They don't Stella. serve Bud Light. They don't serve Cellar. I mean, you know, only the classy places serve Cellar, right? Come on. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just a weird kind of addition, isn't it? It's just like, yeah, we serve regular water, fountain beverages, oh, and Corona. Yeah, it is very weird. It almost feels like oh, it's Animal Kingdom. We can serve alcohol, but we don't really know what to serve here. Let's just do Corona. Yeah, we'll give it one thing. Yeah, I mean, I, even if it, even if they just serve Bud as well, that would make more sense. It would make sense, yeah. Mm. Um, so that's that's it for our intro to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, as I said, next week we'll be back with the, the rest of the right hand side of Discovery Island, and then we will be crossing another bridge um, from Discovery River into Dinoland USA. So hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Do leave us a review on the podcast app. Um, leave us a comment as well. And we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota. And they'll haunt you until you return. Ha, 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 ha